Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, um, what was this called again? Far From Home, a podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. You didn't read that, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, okay. It looked like you were reading something, so I had my suspicions. No, that was a bit too smooth compared to the last time. Whoa. All right. Well, today's episode, what is it about? You're going to start us off, right? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's about, it's about our lives lately. And I think a very good, I don't know, metaphor, some symbolism for how our lives have been lately Mm -hmm. always goes back to our one true source of all um, truths in life. Yeah. That makes sense. SpongeBob. Of course. Of course. So remember, remember that episode of SpongeBob where it's just like the fish and he's just like sitting there, like staring into space and he's like sitting in his car and then the background changes and he's like sitting in his office and then the background changes and he's like eating dinner and the background changes and he's like waking up and it just does does that day after day after day after day. Wake up, work, sleep, wake up, work, sleep. And And then his wife is like come to bed dear and he's like yes dear and like in the in the montage it's like him in the exact same position right like on the yeah, screen yeah 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 nothing's okay. changing besides i actually do remember background. that yeah that is our lives right now minus the wife asking us to come to bed oh is that another episode okay um why is it your life right now what do you mean why is it my life because there's nothing else to do that's all we do all day we wake up we work and we go to sleep and I don't know, maybe maybe that's not so bad. And maybe I shouldn't be complaining because I'm not really complaining, but maybe I should be just grateful and be trying to do that to the best I can. Mm, right? I think so, too. I just I just realized like the SpongeBob thing is like life imitates art and art imitates life kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And SpongeBob is art and SpongeBob is life. True say, true say. QED. Oh my gosh, I haven't heard those three letters in so long. I'm getting like war flashbacks. Oh my god. No arguing. Yeah, why do you work? Do you work to live or do you live to work? Oh. Oh. Oh, I didn't expect that. Oh, oh. Um, do I work to live or do I live to work? Well, I think like I'm certainly in a comfortable enough spot where like I could just quit my job tomorrow, let's say, and still be fine financially. So I don't want to necessarily say that I am chained down to work and that I I need to work for the next paycheck or else I can't pay rent or whatnot. Um, so I don't I don't think in it by any means that I live to work. Um, so I think I'm able to say that I've sort of reached the point where I'm more on the work to live side of things. That being said, as we just said, um, Mm-hmm. With the way things are right now, like life and work itself have sort of merged into one entity and okay. it's it's getting more harder and harder to sort of tell where the lines between the two begin and end. And yeah, so like life maybe just equals work or work equals life at this point. But does your current situation with like the pandemic and everything actually change how you view it? Because you'd be working just as hard if there were no pandemic yeah that's that's true i i think it might have to do actually with the fact that um that there's like there's nothing to look forward to in some ways where like 
you know, like pre-pandemic, it'd be, oh, I'm like, I'm going to work hard because I'm going on this vacation next mm. month or in a few months. And that sort of gives motivation to work yeah. and something to look forward to. And that being said, like right now, I I would say I'm, I'm working just as hard as I was pre-COVID. I think you could probably say the same too. Yeah. But there's nothing to look forward to in many ways. Like I don't have any plans to travel or anything until all this is sort of over. And so mm. I think that's partially why the two things are merging into one. Well, the fact is right now we're, we're working just to put the money back into our bank. And that's yeah. pretty much it. We're not really spending anything. Yeah, and I seriously, think, I've barely spent money this month. Can you believe that, Alex? Oh my gosh, where are, oh your, my where are your shirts? What about your I, hair I products? I bought all of them. I bought all the shirts. You bought the entire store. There's no more to buy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> the fact that we're putting it straight into our bank accounts, it kind of, yeah. I don't know, it feels fine to me, just because I've always had a long-term vision of where I want to be in the future. Yeah. And not really like looking forwards towards the next paycheck because I'm in the same boat as you. Like I, I could quit my job and live comfortably for a few years, I guess, until like I'm all out and then got to work. But yeah, like I I have a very long-term mindset. And so I don't know, even though I'm not looking forward to anything in the, in the near future, I still, I still see that vision of me retired or like me being financially free and independent. And being able to do whatever I want. So does that mean you are working to live? You're working for your freedom. You are a corporate slave Mm. and you work every day. You toil in those mines so that someday you'll be free. Exactly. Free from society and everything. (laughs) Free from... Would you not say you're the same though? Like you you work because you can see a long-term vision of, of yourself? Um... Yeah, that's exactly why I'm working right now and why I work, especially right now. Um, I think, like you said, like I, I have a goal. I have this number in my head that I want to hit by this age. And mm-hmm. um, the way the way things are working out now, obviously, I, I don't know if I'll hit it. And a lot can change in the future and what whatnot. Um, but it's something to hit. It's something I'm aiming towards. And... It's why I work because I want to hit it. And like you said, um, the number won't necessarily give me financial freedom to never work again, per se. I don't Mm. even necessarily think that that's a good thing. But but yeah, I feel like by the time I'm 30, so today I am 26. Old. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Should I say the number? I don't know if I'll say the number, but like there's this number in my head. Okay. Okay. And I want to I want to hit it such that um like I have the freedom to sort of, you know, like pursue the things I want to pursue mm-hmm. when I'm in my 30s and to be able to reprioritize the things which will hopefully come into my life and be able to be prioritized at that time, aka I don't know, family or something. Yeah. Um and the way I see it is that right now in my 20s the best thing I can do to ensure that future comes true and to ensure that I have that those funds and that money to be able to mm. live that life and prioritize those things is to just work as hard as I can right now. And is why like when I switch to this job, and I'm sure you're probably thinking similar thoughts when you switch to your job too, mm-hmm. like work-life balance was not a priority whatsoever or like trying to ensure that I work as little hours as possible and 
leisure and whatnot. As much as I think leisure is important and it's important to rest and be very mindful when you rest. Mm -hmm. um, My priority right now is one, make as much money as I can. And I like I I hate I don't want to sound evil saying that. But like, that's the truth that I mean, we all go to work and we give our lives, our time to our employers and they return to us with payment back for that time in the form of money. And I want to maximize that and get as much money as I can for the future, like for the goals, which I said. Mm -hmm. And secondly, to learn as much as possible, because anything I learn now, especially if it's in an industry where things are taking off and I can foresee how big this will be in the future Mm -hmm. the skills learned around that industry are just going to be exponentially more useful in the future and thus Mm. these little gains these little steps that i can make today i know if the future goes the way i predict we'll have big payoffs in the future wow that was i just got a that's a that's a oh. long, long rant by jason <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, no 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 i i more or less agree with you i think instead of putting out a number um on like when i want to retire i think it's easier to say like i'd be comfortable if my uh what's what's the word like re- my retirement fund made me the same amount of money uh, same amount of money every month as it does maybe right now oh okay yeah so that you could just quit your job and Get as much income as you are right now working. Yeah, yeah, I'd be, I'd be completely fine with that. I think, yeah, that that adds to our anonymity of how much money we make. Ooh, maybe I live a very modest life. Maybe I don't. Well, t-shirt wise, you do. Yeah, definitely. No, and like that's kind of why I want to make money as well. Not just because, um, because something I always tell like some of my friends is I want to live a life where I don't really have compromises for myself. <laughs> I remember hearing this. Yeah, this is exactly. A and so, Alex quote. And so if I go to a restaurant and I want to get the lobster dinner, Ooh. I can get the lobster dinner. No, no problem. I don't have to like check what I'm eating next week and be like, oh, I can't afford lobster dinner again. Oh, or like to like, yeah, need yeah. to save money in the future because of this lobster dinner. Exactly, exactly. And the same thing goes for my overall lifestyle not that i always want the lobster dinner of food but i want the option of okay wanting it and that's kind of the reason why i want money okay i have two questions Mm. i think they're both going to go off on two different very different tangents so i'll just start with one um one is like how how are you sure that or like do you have any safeguards in place to ensure that you're not going through lifestyle creep so Ooh. what that means is like it's something quite um quite ubiquitously known like as you make more money you start spending more money and that that yep. new lifestyle sort of becomes your norm yep. and so you want to spend more money on top of that once you start making more money and it just turns into this never-ending cycle where people are you know they might be making 200 300 400,000 a year but they're just spending all of it because they've allowed that lifestyle to um, accumulate or to also increase um, and spend as well and yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah how are you not sure today you know today it's it's lobster dinners tomorrow it's a surf and turf the next day it's like 
It's like Wagyu every night. <laughs> no, Are you sure that's not happening? Today it's lobster dinner. Tomorrow it's two lobster dinners. <laughs> and then next week it's ten. <laughs> your stomach is just exponentially increasing as your salary goes up. It's, it's called stomach creep. Um, <laughs> no, I think it goes back to me being, despite what I do splurge on, I feel like I live a pretty modest life. Sometimes I realize like the shit I do to save like a dollar is not really worth it anymore. Now that I have Shameless. like... Yeah, like a full-time job, not like starving student or or something like that. Like, yeah. Instead of trying to hack something together and like try and make it work, I can just buy something off Amazon and just, I don't know, pay more money to have the actual thing. Yeah. So it's like instead of spending four hours trying to make, I don't know, a shelf out of yeah. your your amazing cardboard creations... Hey, you can just go on Amazon and buy one for fifty dollars, and that's way less than the cost of your labor. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. But overall, I still think I live pretty modestly. I don't, I don't really splurge on that much because the things I already spend a lot of money on, they're not really changing, and like my scope isn't expanding that much. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Like lifestyle creep is something I've pointed out to myself as well, mm-hmm. just to be wary of it and not let it take you for a ride because mm-hmm. yeah because i definitely know people that are like oh i got a raise so like i got this new car and i'm like yeah instantly why? just gone no that's like terrible that's like 10 years of debt that you're gonna have to pay and you don't even realize because <laughs> you can't really evaluate the cost at face value when you first see it yeah um so yeah do you, I, I'm pretty okay do you have any examples of lifestyle creep that you feel like you've had in the past few years oh hmm Honestly, not really. I I think back to like when I first started working and I spent a I spent a very lonely birthday by myself. And then what I ended up doing was like I just bought a nice steak and had that for dinner. Like I didn't even go out or anything. And okay. what I realized that is that like four or five years later, I still don't buy steaks normally and just have that for dinner as a normal day. <laughs> like I'll I'll buy the steak as a celebratory thing as like still. Even though I can very much afford it, yeah. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Okay. How about you? Do you think? Do you think your t-shirts are getting more expensive every year? Uh, they actually aren't. I've actually just like haven't. I actually haven't bought any in the past long time now. Mm. Um, I mean, I just for one thing, I feel like they're quite good quality, and so I can just keep wearing them for the indefinite future until you know, like something really goes wrong with one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think when I got. My first job here, though, I think similarly, I did like on when I got the job and I say I found out how much I make or I will be making. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly will say I, I probably had this week or a month or whatever where I just like bought stuff just oh for like this. God, just for like the sake of buying stuff. Like I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to be meeting with clients now, so I'm going to need a pair of dress shoes. Just like things <laughs> I thought I would need in the future. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like you know, go out and buy a nice pair of dress shoes, and like those are a few hundred dollars. And oh, I'm gonna need to carry my work laptop to work, so I'm gonna need a nice briefcase, briefcase or bag to carry that in. Mm-hmm. There goes another few hundred dollars, and just like things like that. And then you know, a few weeks, a few months into working, you start to realize like I'm I wore these shoes once to a client meeting and everyone else showed up everyone else showed up in sneakers. Lol. And I realized I don't need these. And 
I don't need this bag and all this stuff. And mm. like it was obviously it wasn't it wasn't like a crushing amount of money that I can ever pay back. But, yeah. Yeah. But like I look back at those purchases and I think, wow, that was stupid. I didn't need those shoes at all. I've worn them like twice since I bought them and maybe I'll need them in the future. But I didn't need them at the time. Mm. And I think it made me a lot more cautious and is partially why, you know, even when I switched jobs to this job and, mm-hmm. you know, like pay increased as part of that, I've actually had no increases in my spend, if anything, just decreases because we're going out less. And that's, that's good. Yeah, I still feel like perfectly happy. There's been zero lifestyle creep this time mm. on this new salary. For, for me, it's usually because when there are big ticket purchases, like more than two three hundred dollars i end up deliberating over it way too much yeah normally i do normally you do really normally except for like, that week i feel like you except never that do week. no You're i like six hundred dollars i can afford that bam no that's not me no you you just see the end result i am i am struggling for months deciding whether i should buy that thing i don't think you struggled for months <laughs> anytime you bought anything oh i totally do you don't you don't you just don't see it yeah i guess so but yeah, like I have to, like I have to make a case for myself if I want to buy something expensive. You gotta write the application to Alex about why you deserve this purchase. Exactly, write a letter of consent. You know, yeah. When when I was thinking about buying a TV, which is such a small thing, you know, like TV, you you more or less need for your house. I don't uh, have a TV, Alex. Take okay, that. Well, not all of us live in a shoebox. Small <laughs> oh. shoebox. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I had to, I had to actually think like, okay, how often am I going to use this TV? What other uses can I use for this TV? Like I had to, I had to convince myself that yes, I need it, I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a few weeks later, I ended up buying it, but it still took a lot of thinking. And that was just like a, it wasn't even expensive TV. It was just three, four hundred dollars, which is not that expensive. Yeah, for a it's TV. not that much for a TV. Yeah, yeah. it's like normal, um, if not less. But yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, my second question. Okay. Was I think I think he said something like your goal is to live without compromises and that you can just buy anything you want whenever you want it and um like the amount of money you're making through passive income is equivalent to your salary, your current salary. Correct. So, my other question is if you're not working, let's say, or if you retire, what do you think you'll do and do you think retirement is even like a positive thing in life Mm. personally i wouldn't call like my future retirement okay we're like in our 20s is so far from now (laughs) but i don't think it's like i wouldn't call it retiring i would just call it like working with no expectation of money right okay working for a purpose yeah so i could start a business and whether or not the business does well doesn't not that it doesn't matter to me, but like it doesn't have to succeed. I'd want it to, but it doesn't yeah. have to. Like my life does not depend on it at all. Yeah. And if it blows up and like it like goes to debt, sure, whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, whether that be starting a restaurant, buying a food truck, I don't know, selling furniture out of my garage or something, like doing woodworking, I think. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not really retirement, but. There, yeah. there are other things I would want to focus on. So this is like your, if money wasn't an object sort of lifestyle that you would have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I hear this a lot. It's always like waffle. Waffles. Waffles? 
yeah, like I'd make a waffle restaurant or like a pancake restaurant if oh. I didn't need to work for money. A lot of people were saying that at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My class had this thing where we would we would have like your actual job and what you'd rather be doing if money wasn't a thing job. And yeah. Interesting. Then, yeah. okay, what would you do in your retirement? Or I don't know. That's a scary, that's a scary question. To or, be we, we can think about like the yeah. question of, do you think you could live without working? I don't like as of right now. No, I don't think so, to be honest. And I don't know whether that's, that's a good thing or that's a bad thing or that's neutral. Yeah. in nature but like in all honesty work gives it gives two things it gives one it gives structure and that mm. you have to wake up at this certain time of day and in order to wake up at that time you have to sleep by a certain time or you should be mm. mm-hmm. um and secondly it gives purpose like you get you get to feel like you're part of a team yes you get to feel like you're part of something that's bigger than yourself yes um oh and i guess thirdly it gives money like it have nice. to pay the bills which is also necessary yeah uh what was your question again <laughs> like do you think you could live without working oh honestly like right now probably not especially these days i don't know what i would do if i was not working and yeah yeah i i don't want to think about that to be honest mm. Mm. and that's sort of weird to say because i do remember i can sort of distinctly remember when i started my first co-op or internships wow and I like worked my first day and I was like, oh, that sucked. I can't wait to retire. <laughs> when like, when uh, does this all end? Can I get off? This is, this, this, is what, this is what's next for me. This is what's next yeah. for the next 30 years. Oh, 40 years. I was like, this is not good. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to this at all. Like I am dreading this hamster wheel that I'm going to be on for 40 years. Yeah. I thought to myself. Now you're but happily now, running. You're like, woo, hamster yeah, wheel. Yeah, now I'm like, don't take me off. Yeah, well, not that. Me- not that like I'm like, ecstatic to wake up every morning and head to work or Mm. head to my desk and i don't think that anyone should be because that's probably not healthy either like yeah you're you're probably on something if that's what you're thinking (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah it gives purpose and i don't i don't want to quit i want to keep working right now and i want to be a part of something bigger than myself and help to obviously i'm not going to be so bold as to say I'm creating the world, but I want to at yeah. least play my little part in making it shaping better. the world. Yeah, into the way I want to see it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How about yourself? I don't think I could stop working. <laughs> I think it's like very much ingrained into me. And I kind of see it in my family as well. Cause okay. when I look at my dad, I'm kind of like he's working so hard, even though he's up there in age. And it kind yeah. of surprises me because you would think that after you make a certain amount of money, you're probably good. Like you could spend your time doing something else, something you might yeah. um, want to spend your time doing instead. But yeah, and I would say that I'm pretty similar to my dad as in I don't I don't see myself not working. I can always see myself keeping myself busy. Yeah. What if what if you won the lottery and you won, I don't know, like, in, let's just say infinite, not, obviously not infinite, but like more money than you probably know how to spend, a billion dollars. What do you think you do? I don't think you need to win a lottery for a billion dollars, dude. What? <laughs> I think if you won 50 million, anyone could retire. 
Oh yeah, you could easily retire on yeah, that. I think if, as long as you keep your lifestyle reasonable. Yeah, I think if you win ten million, anyone could retire like responsibly. Well, I, I'm just saying, like an amount such that you could have like some insane lifestyle, and money would still not be an issue, sort of thing. Obviously, with ten million, you're going to run out eventually if you buy yeah. a nice house, for example. Oh, that makes me realize, like, is there too much money? Is there such thing as too much money? Um, but okay, if I were to win a lottery. Um, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> if you won the lottery, like, what do you think you do? Do you think you'd still work? Do you think you oh. just quit and chill on a beach all day? I would have less stress at my job. I would take it just as seriously, but I would, I would focus less on like being at the very, very top, which requires like a ton of effort, a ton of like sacrifices. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think I would still work at the company I'm at, just because I really believe in the vision. And part of me joining was money, but if money isn't an issue, then I'd, 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 keep, I'd keep working there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe kick off, kick off my retirement a bit earlier. Okay. How about you? And But then when you retire, mm-hmm. what, what would you do? Oh, and like, I don't know, buy some old cars, build some furniture, sell some <laughs> shit. Sell some furniture from your garage? Yeah. Have okay, like a food okay. truck, sell some like okay. poutine. I don't know. <laughs> something, something chill. Okay. I don't know, like cooking food that I really like cooking. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sous vide everything. Oh. Wow. How about you? Oh. What were you to do if you won the lottery? If I won the lottery? Come on. Like, a, would you quit your job? Can't amount of money? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't <laughs> say yes, but. I don't know if I, like, I wouldn't like rush to quit my job. I wouldn't be one of those people who just like goes into my boss's yeah. office, like slams a paper down and be like, fuck you, I'm out of here sort of thing. Exactly, exactly. I would never, that wouldn't be me, but I think, I think it would cause me to reevaluate a lot of things. Um, oh. Yeah. That being said, like I do genuinely enjoy what I'm doing and I'm very glad that I was able to identify that and you know, work towards it and be able to be doing it every day today. That being said, you know, if money wasn't an issue, I would, I think I just need to reevaluate a lot of things and doing something else may be part of that. But what would you be doing? I don't know. It's sad. I don't, I don't have an answer. I, I know it's sad. I don't like in some ways, to be honest, like years ago, I would have thought with like the amount I'm making and the way the economy is and how much a house costs, etc. I'm working till I'm dead. As <laughs> I hate to say, with the way things are now, I'm sure many young people are thinking that like there is no retirement plan. There is no thoughts of a world without working. I will be dying at my laptop <laughs> working. <laughs> That's so sad, dude. It's sad, but that's the reality that many young people face today, yeah. I am sure of. No, they'll still um, be living at their parents'. That's possible too, because they yeah. can't buy a house in this environment. And yep. I was sort of in that mindset too until I moved here and Asia changed my life. Never mind. Um But yeah, it hasn't been really been something I've thought about too much. I and I also wouldn't say that I you know just go chill on a beach all day or mm. you know, like get fanned and eat grapes because that will keep you happy. That'll keep me happy for like, I don't know, two hours. Then yeah. I'll just be like, I want to do something else. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll try building something. Like I'll just like exactly. tinker around. Yeah. And try to make something. Furniture. 
carpentry. Not furniture, <laughs> like technology Alex furniture <laughs> oh shop. God, dude, no. some mid-century shit. I don't even. I don't know. I watch a lot uh, of random YouTube furniture. If we can videos. do like, if we could do like really intricate furniture, you know, where like it like interconnects with each other in like unique it, ways, and it's modular, and you could like build stuff with it. That'd be cool. But we could try magnetic furniture. Huh. Yeah. I maybe okay. We, we gotta win the lottery first. I don't know. I I find that we're pretty similar. I thought you would want to like open some kind of food thing. Oh, maybe a food thing, yeah. The, but the thing is, like, I like, I really like cooking. Maybe a bit less because of COVID. But yeah. the thing is, when you own a restaurant, right? Yeah. You that's your work twenty four seven. You are yeah. supplying the restaurant, hiring people, cooking. And to be honest, like, if you're owning the place, you're probably not cooking. You're doing like the operations. Yeah. You need to hire people. You need to, you know, track customers, make sure the food's good, promote the place, blah blah blah, and it's. It's your life. Unless unless you're one of those places, and I think these restaurants or like cafes are sort of interesting. Yeah. Where they're just like, screw it, you know, like we're open three days a week. You know, <laughs> we our hours are whenever I feel like starting to whenever I'm just done with it. Like yeah. unless you want to be one of those places, which also seems sort of cool. Like I don't think owning a restaurant is as cool as it seems from the outside. Yeah. I think well. Not a restaurant, but I thought about like a cafe where it's just super chill and you can bring your friends. Cause yeah, I always, that'd be cool. I always think about cafes where like a bunch of people hang out, they play some board games, and then three yeah. hours later, the owner has lost money on people taking up this space in the cafe. Yeah, most likely. And like if I were be if I were to be the owner and like I didn't really care about my, you know, like revenue and stuff. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sounds fine. Make some mm -hmm. good bubble tea. I just feel like this is this is such a saturated space though because yeah you ask any young person like what would you rather be doing if money wasn't an issue or like you know and for some people they don't think money's an issue and it's not something they think about so many people say I would just own a cafe and yeah I'm sure a lot of cafe owners come from that background perhaps yeah 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 all right so what got you to ask all these questions because oh, you, you're the one that were like, oh, let's talk about work and the do this purpose of life and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. You're going to do me dirty like this? Yeah, throwing you under the bus. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm going to preface this again by saying... Wait, before you say this, I want to preface this and tell you it said pref preface. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I speak English, I swear. I'm going to preface everything. <laughs> Yes. But Awkward. Continue. I'll preface this by saying, um like just just like the other thing, you know, like with the whole work benefits and like, oh, I get all these things at work and I'm I'm so upset that I don't get free food, blah blah blah. Like I I get that that like this may come off as sort of harsh and it's okay to not necessarily, you know, have a perfect idea of what you want to do in life. Mm. Um and I'm sort of getting into it now. But this sort of just comes from um some people i've talked to or some people i've met recently and you know just like you have that conversation about life about yeah what do you want like you know where do you hope to be in a year from now five years from now ten years from now and there are some people who i talk to sometimes and it's just like blank mm. like there's nothing there um and for me for myself and i'm sure 
maybe for you too like maybe i'm like i'm on the extreme end of the spectrum yeah and i know that like oh i forced some people to do these goal setting things for 2021 (laughs) and whatnot and i'm sure like a lot of people didn't do them they're like screw that he's crazy like i'd rather be doing something else in my time yeah but my my honest opinion is that like if you don't know where you want to be in your future how do you structure your life today Mm. like how do you set up your days such that, like, I don't know if, if, if I wasn't pointing towards anything, I don't know what I do all day. Yeah. Or like, how would I live? You're just, you're just a paper bag drifting in the wind, getting blown around with no aim. And I, I don't know. And like talking to these people, it, it just sort of bugs me a bit, I guess. Mm, judgmental, oh, Jason. Oh, okay, man. I don't want to oh, be judgmental. No. Okay. Well, like, well, like get, like get this, like, it's okay not to have all the details figured out. I don't have a lot of details figured out in my life either. But yeah, it's like it's like in the future, what do I want for myself? For example, maybe I want a house. Yeah, I have that as my like overarching goal in life mm-hmm. and something I want in the future. It doesn't mean necessarily that you know I want to have a two garage house or I want to have the garage doors painted red or something. Yeah. Like, I don't have all those details figured out. And I don't necessarily think that it's a good thing, too, because, yeah. you know, like what's in style might change in the future or like my needs might change in the future. Yep. Um, I think it's dangerous, actually, to be rigid to the point of where you're just tunnel visioned on this single goal and you're mm. just, you know, you're ignoring your own health. You're ignoring your relationships. You're ignoring your family and whatnot. Yeah. It's of course, it's you need to have um some flexibility in here but like if you don't even have an outline of where you want to be i don't i don't see how yeah you structure your life you don't see that's just my thought you don't see how it ends well for them (laughs) maybe and i mean i know i know it's none of my business to like start poking around at people and asking you know like come on get your plan ready or something but it just makes me scratch my head and think when you wake up in the morning, what do you think? <laughs> like, cause you know, I think mm. this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do today to move me one step closer towards that. Yeah. And if I didn't have that, I don't know what I would think in the mornings. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Like for me, I have a pretty clear, like three. Okay. Not just, I have a clear idea of what I'm going to be doing in the next five years, but I know very clearly what makes me happy and what I would do without money, right? Sorry. Yeah. What I would do without um, needing more money. Yeah. Like if I were to retire. Building furniture. Yeah. Building (laughs) furniture, apparently. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I I would say for me, I don't have an issue of aiming, wandering, like, we should help. What's, what's What's the word? aimlessly wandering aimlessly wandering yeah yeah like i i have a clear goal of what i want to do and where i want to be so i i kind of see the issue you have too of certain people out there they don't know what they want but come on people i i i'm definitely on the on the side that it's not my right to want to know and i probably shouldn't care unless unless they ask for help right yeah that's the golden thing but then again it's like people can't be helped unless they want to be helped in the first place yeah and it's it's also sort of like the whole you can't just you know give out freebies or handouts because 
you know that like you give someone a fish they'll just eat the fish and that's the end of the fish or like that's they'll be hungry the next day sort of thing yeah yeah i actually don't really like this the whole like give a person a fish and whatever teach them how to fish and you know they'll feed themselves that analogy but but yeah but like you know sometimes people come to myself or like yourself or just like talking in conversation yeah and the topic comes up that like i'm not happy at work i don't like what i'm doing oh yeah right this is like something that comes up all the time yeah and i sort of asked like i asked them like oh like what do you think you want to be doing or like what don't you like about it what aspects of your job do you like and they can't like maybe they haven't thought about it enough or like maybe there's truly nothing that they do like but like they just have a hard time i guess articulating this yeah um and if you don't if you don't know what you want or what you like then again like i said earlier you can't really make a goal a long-term goal because you don't know how to keep yourself motivated yeah um at least in a way to keep you sufficiently motivated to to achieve that goal in the long term yeah and i don't know i i would just say that like it's i think it's so important to you know be a problem solver and be proactive and realize that other people have problems. Yep. Yep. And the great thing about the labor market and the way that capitalism works is that they'll pay you to solve those problems. Agreed. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. And like once you can communicate your value that you can provide very clearly. Yeah. I just feel like so many doors open as a result of that. And again, you can become closer at moving towards Mm. that goal not so much on the topic of work but now that i've moved to asia and i talk to people who have lived in one country all their lives and they always ask me like man i would love to move to xyz place and like work there and live there yeah and i'm like yeah sure like go for it and then they're like oh i could never and i'm like then do you want it? Because if you if you want it, you wouldn't say never. You know what I mean? You'd make it happen. Yeah, you'd make it happen. And like, if you couldn't make it happen, you got to do something to change your scenario or change your surroundings to make it happen. And personally for me, like working in Asia was like a nice to have. It wasn't actually a must. But okay. I mean, sure, I'm still here. But some people are like, oh yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to go to Asia. And it's also people saying things for the sake of saying things like oh people who move to a different country that sounds really cool so i guess i want to do it but they don't themselves ask themselves if they actually want it and yeah i kind of have a problem with that that's my rant (laughs) i don't (laughs) i mean like wow hot take hot take i actually don't remember anyone specific in that situation but I don't know. Okay. You, well, like I, I do think in general on social media and whatnot, there is a lot of, I don't know what the right word is, like fetishization of, yeah, obviously like foreign countries or foreign cultures and yeah, wanting to live abroad. Um, and I think it, like you said, it's important to identify if that earning, that longing, comes from a place inside or a place of, I just saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, it won't sustain you in the long term if it's not something you intrinsically want yourself. Yeah. I mean, in a similar line of thinking, if I had a dime for everyone that tells me that they want to learn how to code. Okay, spoiler, yes. I'm, I am I code for a living. <laughs> if I had a dime for every time someone told me, like, oh, dude, I'd love to code. Like, how do you get started and stuff? Yes. I'd have, like, $2. 
Oh my god. That's a lot of uh, it's quite a few people. And yeah. I don't know, it just begs the question like is this something you really want? Like you have to ask yourself like what do you want yeah. without anyone else looking? And that's kind of how I think of things. Yeah, or like do you want it enough to put in the effort sort of thing? Yeah. And you have to figure out what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not always easy. And I think I think maybe we're not giving enough credit to people like you're saying like maybe maybe you have a family and like I think I think we're talking about you know like young people in their twenties and yeah. who aren't tied down and who realistically you know have that the physical capabilities the mental capabilities and are not you know needing to take care of other people let's say yeah such that they can move overseas but you know and they're keeping that as just something they're saying verbally but not making it happen yeah um. Yeah, I don't know where where we are going, but like you were saying, like I've also heard so many people who say, "I want all the time." Japan. Well, not not uh, Japan sometimes, but the whole coding thing, oh, you know, like yeah. it's the lifestyle. Uh, I'm not going to see. I'm not going to say that I'm like a brilliant coder and that I'm just like churning out code day and night, but like I've taught myself a decent amount, mm-hmm. um, enough to like work in this job and whatnot, um. And I've heard, I've heard a million times as well. Like, I wish I got into that. How come I didn't study that? You know, how come the schools didn't teach me this? And it's like, we live in an era where like education has become democratized. Anyone could go online and learn it today if you had the discipline to do it. And yeah, just having discipline and knowing what you want and working towards it. Yeah. And I think... I think people also discredit how exactly how far that will get you. And also like when people see that, um, how much they'll be willing and offering to help you when they do see that, you know, that you're, you're a young person, Mm -hmm. you know, you want something and they can see you working towards it. I, I think people discredit how much the world will almost, you know, like shape around them in a way to make that come true. Well, Mr. Entitled over here. I'm sorry to sound entitled, but like here, please. Sure. (laughs) Kidding. Well, like I'll hate to say it, but like when I was at my other job and, you know, I was happy and all everything, I I did have a goal of like what I wanted to do next. I want to work in this industry, in this role. Yeah. And that was something I wrote down like a few months into my job. And it's something I always had the back of my mind, but wasn't sure how to make that happen. And I saw an opportunity online. Yeah. Um, and what I did is I just literally went on to the site called LinkedIn. Wow. I found the hiring guy, the guy who's head of that department. Wow. And uh, I don't, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to. You stopped him. You found his Facebook. Public. You followed him on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> everything. On Twitter. All, everything. <laughs> and yeah, I, I essentially just messaged him and I was like, hey, I want this job. And for him, like as scary as that was, like for him in his position, right? It's like they gotta hire someone. They have this need. There's this need of the market. For for him, that's like great. Like we have someone who's you know who like checks off these boxes that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, who's like clearly like eager to come work for us because they are reaching out actively. Yeah. And it's like great, you're in, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and here I am. Wow, great story. So to sum things up, do you think you're happy on this hamster wheel that's supposedly going to get you to like financial freedom? 
I'm like I'm like the horse with the carrot being dangled in front of it. Yeah. And just runs forever and or, or die. Or like, do you think that's the way it should be? What do you mean by that's the way it should be? So like, so I think some people have this very like rose tinted world or view of their future of how it's supposed to yeah. look amazing and everything's supposed to fall into place and everything is just easy. But I would like to argue that personally, from my point of view, being content with like running around on the hamster wheel is kind of the, the way to be grateful and happy in your life. Unless you want to like make it big with some kind of like lottery or like some startup idea, something like that. So I think I'm very happy running on the hamster wheel, slowly getting to my financial freedom. And I think more people should be happy doing that. It's just they have to figure out the end goal so that they can actually look forward to it. So you're saying that if people just had a goal, they'd be happy running on this wheel? And I think you need to learn to be content with the wheel. Otherwise, you're mm. going to be forever unhappy and just bitter mm. at life. I think... So I, I think I think that applies to myself or like I'm I'm happy on this wheel because because like a lot of things have fallen into place in such a way that I see an end and I see that I can work towards this end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually don't even know if I should necessarily say that, like, I'm happy per se, because for one, like like I was saying, I think. If you're waking up every morning and you're just like, I can't wait to work. I'm just so excited to work. I just want to work, work, work. Like there's probably something wrong with you. Um, that being said, like it gives purpose. And I think that is sort of like a large function of what a job does in our lives. And I can say that I am very blessed to be in a situation where work gives me both purpose and a decent amount of happiness to keep going. I wouldn't say that I'm and I shouldn't be saying that I'm happy and like ecstatic to go work every day. Um, but that being said, I also think me and you are able to say that because, for example, I'll just say it bluntly, okay? Mm-hmm. That like that like we are making enough money such that we can achieve financial freedom someday. <gasps> okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I do think for like large portions of the population, increasingly large portions. Um, that's just not a reality that it used to be. And mm. like, I, I'm aware that life has always been tough throughout all of history for a lot of people. And there are a lot of people who never really had a chance as sad as that is to say. Yeah. Um, but for like an increasingly amount number of people, like their jobs are getting automated away and the price of real estate Oof. is just going up and up and up. And there's just no hope right now to buy a house. And there just won't, at least like this is me just going down this like, futuristic rant but um there just won't be enough jobs in the future for large amounts of people and considering (laughs) that like for myself and for many people jobs give purpose yeah i think we're we're going to need to rethink the whole system of what is work you know and like how do we provide value and where does our purpose come from because i think we are we are like we're using this old 20th century model and we're trying to apply the, you know, the 21st century parameters to that model. Mm-hmm. And the, the two are just not connecting with each other um, or producing an outcome, which is good for society as a whole. And I think there just needs to be a lot more thought put into that by us, governments and other individuals. Jason, that was so much more bleak than I expected. 
Oh, I'm sorry, but like I've been reading, I've been reading a lot of books, you yeah. see, and, and they're all, in this like whole work from home, and they're all very just like this is the future, and you better be ready for it, oh and buy some Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we should have we should have watched this YouTube video before doing this episode, but it was like, <laughs> sorry. why is um, why are countries in Europe? always rated so highly on the happiness index i was, I was actually gonna i was gonna say that because yeah. i was gonna say like if you ask the average like finnish person yep. who as a country they rank number one for happiness like are you happy yep they'll be like fuck no because finnish people are miserable but okay they're not miserable but like <laughs> sorry finnish people they... <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> but I think what the study misses, the study almost misdefines the word happiness. Yes. Um, Finnish people are not happy. They're just absent of misery. Wait, just say content. Let's, let's not say absent of misery. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go over the positive <laughs> thing. Because because their system is set up in such a way that the government takes care of them. Um, yeah. It means that the ceiling is a lot lower, but the floor is also a lot higher yep. in their society. Yep. And that's why as a as a whole when you like summate and divide by the number of people their average quote-unquote happiness is higher yeah agreed so what do we learn today in this episode capitalism bad wait capitalism good oh no good hamster oh, wheel no. which good. one which one is right? it i don't know hamster wheel so that i can do something else with my life without worrying about money well i think i think the lesson might be that capitalism is inherently unfair and oh yeah i think we are the benefactors but in the system the way that it currently is set up it's producing a lot of people who are getting a short end of the stick and we need to rethink things damn why do we even call this episode work sleep wake up whatever <laughs> repeat <laughs> it's work existential crisis nap existential crisis <laughs> well i hope you liked today's episode uh you can always find us on spotify apple podcast google podcast all the streaming platforms we'll see you next time bye bye